0: I am so glad that you are here with us, choosing to spend part of this long weekend with us. So thank you for coming today. When I think of Labor Day, I am filled with many memories of family gatherings, years of watching and participating in the Hoisington Labor Day Parade. That's what we do around here. (laughs) Carnival rides being way too hot and never understanding why the pools were closed already. (laughs) But as I got older, began teaching, became a mom, Labor Day became that day to catch my breath. The first break after an exhausting rush to get back into school mode. And to be honest, I never really thought about why we have Labor Day. It was just always a celebration. And I'm sure somewhere along the way, I had someone teach me, but I just never really listened, or it never really stuck, one of the two. (laughs) Now, I'm not going to bore you guys with a really long history lesson here. But in case, like me, you aren't really sure why we have Labor Day, other than we love a reason to barbecue, and you need that reminder of when to stop wearing white pants, (laughs) here's a quick version of why we have a Labor Day celebration. In the late 1800s, the US was at the height of the Industrial Revolution. It was common for workers to work 12-hour shifts seven days a week. It's your dream job, right? But working conditions were unsafe, unsanitary. Workers were not given breaks. Labor unions began to become more popular and they were more vocal. They began to organize strikes and rallies to protest the poor working conditions. And tension continued to build. There were riots, rallies, strikes, and people lost lives on both sides of this fight. On September 5th, 1882, 10,000 workers took unpaid time off to march from City Hall to Union Square in New York City. This was the first organized celebration of Labor Day. It would become a federal holiday 12 years later in 1894. So why am I bringing this up today? Well, it got me thinking about how courageous it was for people to stand up, speak up, and work to change the status quo. And I think oftentimes we believe that being courageous is something we simply aren't cut out for. And I wanna challenge that thinking today because I believe each one of us is actually more courageous than we realize. But before we go any further, I want you to have the common definition of courage in mind. Courage is defined as mental or moral strength to venture, persevere, and withstand danger, fear, or difficulty. So take a minute and picture a courageous act, a courageous moment, or a courageous person. For me, I think of those first responders running into the Twin Towers on September 11th. I think about soldiers storming the beaches of Normandy on D-Day. And I picture David taking on Goliath. And there is no doubt that all of these are great examples of courage. But I think there's another kind of courage that's often overlooked. It's quiet courage. Those little everyday moments when we make a choice to keep trying, to keep moving forward, to keep doing the next right thing, even though there is no reward in sight. And that's the courage I want to focus on today. It's not bold and brazen, and it may not be identified as courage in the moment. But these quiet acts of courage are important, and they make a difference. So when I was thinking about how to explain quiet courage, there were several people that came to mind. One of the first people I thought of was Rosa Parks, and I'm sure we're all familiar with her. And you may argue that her act of refusing to move from her seat wasn't a quiet moment of courage. But I would guess in that moment when she was tired and she re- refused to get up and move to the back of the bus, that she had no idea what the impact of her actions really would be. Another example, Candy Lightner. You may not be as familiar with her name, but she's the mother that started a group in her home after her daughter was killed by a drunk driver. We know this group as Mothers Against Drunk Drivers, or MAD. Starting that group was a way for her to advocate for her daughter, and it was that one small step that changed many of the laws concerning driving under the influence in our country. Now, what about Vasily Arkhipov? Raise your hand if you know that name. Nobody? (laughs) Well... Apparently, nobody knows this name, but this man alone stopped a Soviet submarine from launching a nuclear torpedo during the Cuban Missile Crisis. The submarine had been spotted by the US Navy, and the Navy was dropping death charges all around them in an attempt to get them to surface. The captain of the Soviet submarine wanted to launch a nuclear missile, insisting that the Cold War had begun. But he needed the approval of the two other officers on board. He had the approval of one, but Vasily stood firm and said no. He wouldn't give his approval. And in fact, he persuaded that captain to surface, which eventually led the sub to turning around and heading back to Russia. Had Arkhipov not had the courage to say no, they would have launched a nuclear weapon that had the potential to have an impact similar to Hiroshima. He changed the world by saying no. And many could argue that he saved it. Now, how about a single mom who decided to finish a novel she'd been outlining for five years? She alone changed the lives of readers everywhere when her first novel was published in 1997. Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone. So this mom, trying to figure out how she would pay the bills, most likely didn't expect to enthrall readers all over the world and influence generations of kids and adults. Yet that's exactly what J.K. Rowling did. So we should remember these people and their courage, but more than that, I want you to remember that they were or are just ordinary people. They are people that decided to make a choice. A choice to stand up. A choice to keep going. A choice to do what they believe in. Just one choice. And that one choice, in hindsight, ended up being an act of quiet courage. So what about quiet courage in the Bible? Where do we notice those acts? Maybe you're like me and you just hadn't thought about it much. I mean, it's easy to pick out the bold, courageous acts in the Bible, but where are those quiet moments? Before we jump, I'm gonna bring up your nerd factor just a little. (laughs) So tuck this away in your brain Be strong and courageous is repeated at least 10 times in the scriptures. Take courage is used another five times. Fear not is used around 33 times in the Old and New Testament. And then there are the phrases do not fear and do not be afraid that are used as well. So courage feels like something we need to take note of. But perhaps we need to look deeper than those big heroic acts. Maybe we've overlooked the quiet courage of some in the Bible, those like the midwives, Sipra and Pua. Now, if you're scratching your head, wondering who these women are, don't worry, Exodus 1, 16 through 19, tells us that they were the midwives to the Hebrew women who defied the Pharaoh's orders and did not kill the Hebrew baby boys that were born. They decided to take a stand against the Pharaoh because they feared God. And when they were questioned by Pharaoh, they simply said that the Hebrew women were not like other women, that they gave birth before the midwives could arrive to help. But I think their courage actually goes deeper. You see, these women are midwives to all people, not just their people, and if Sipra and Pua were following the Pharaoh, their leader, they should hate the Hebrew women and fear them as their enemies. That, that's what the Pharaoh wanted his people to believe. And they should not want to help them at all. But their courage goes deeper. And even though they are perceived enemies, the midwives continue to help Because they fear God and are willing to help those in need no matter the circumstance. So, when was the last time you helped someone that you don't agree with? When have you loved someone who believes differently than you? When have you chosen to reach out when you really wanted to pull yourself further away? Those moments are moments of quiet courage. And take a moment to reflect on the stories you know from the Bible. about the Israelites who were enslaved by Pharaoh, but they continued to multiply and spread the more and more they were oppressed, as told in Exodus 1.12. What about Hannah? In First Samuel chapter one, we are told she was ridiculed, looked down upon, accused of being drunk while praying, and that she waited many many years for a child, yet she kept her faith, and she kept her promise to the Lord, giving her firstborn son completely to him for as long as he lives. Do you see quiet courage? Do you remember stories of people waiting waiting for prayers to be answered, waiting for change, stories of people who kept their faith when it would have been easy to give up and denounce God. Do you remember stories of those who accepted God's will in their lives even when they didn't want to? Those are stories of quiet courage. And those are the stories we need to find and allow to guide us in a world that is often demanding more and more quiet courage every day so courage is often thought to be these big heroic acts but if you look around this room right now i believe it's actually filled with the most courageous people you are the people who keep pushing forward the ones who often stand in the shadows but continue to bring light to others those who are fighting battles but are still getting up and showing up every single day you are surrounded by people just like you those that no matter what known or unknown challenges you lean into jesus and you keep going This room, this church, is filled with people who are making a difference by standing up for what you believe in, choosing courage, because you know God is with you in the bold moments and the quiet moments, just as Joshua 1.9 tells us. Be strong and courageous. Do not be frightened or dismayed, for the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. So I will leave you with this. What will you do to courageously make a difference? How will your actions impact yourself, your family, this church, our community? Big heroic acts may get all the attention and be remembered for years to come. But real courage And change comes from those who are willing to do what it takes to move mountains little by little each and every day. So be courageous. And I leave you with these words from 1 Corinthians 16, verses 13 and 14. Keep alert, stand firm in your faith, be courageous, be strong, and let all that you do be done in love. Let us pray. God, today we come to you knowing that you put us here for a reason, knowing that we are called to be your hands and feet. Yet sometimes that feels like a struggle, and we ask that you be with us when we feel like giving up when we feel like we aren't making a difference in the world around us. Remind us, Lord, that even in the quiet moments, you are there and you are working. Give us the courage to continue to do your work, to keep trying each and every day and to follow your lead. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. You are invited back next week for another life-changing message from the First Christian Church of Great Bend, Kansas. Please check out our website at www.fccgbk.com. That's fccgbk.com. May you have a blessed week.